Hi, I'm Erica Darvis. Hi, I'm Amy Randolph. And you're listening to Podcast Rewind. We are two best friends talking hot topics and all of the podcasts that we're totally obsessed with. So come please be our friend on social media. You can find us at Podcast RWD on Instagram and Twitter. And then head over to Facebook and search Podcast Rewind. You can listen to our show wherever you're already listening to your favorite podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that is, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because we need your stars to keep this show going. Cheers. Cheers. Let's talk podcasts. Hey everybody, welcome to Podcast Rewind. We are on episode 78. My name is Amy Randolph. I'm one of your hosts. Sitting with me, Erica Jarvis. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, we were just testing our mics beforehand and we didn't know what to say. Yeah. And generally we have a convo on the mic during the test, but today we were just both like, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> Let's be serious. We generally don't know what we're saying when the mics are on. Oh, yeah. I know. Even when it's like a solid, like, this is the show. Let's record. We have fully prepped. We know what we're doing. Yeah. Somehow it goes to hell. <laughs> Not this week. It's going to be great. All dozens of you listen anyway. and We love you for it, Rewinders. Thank you so much. Happy Hi. to have you guys back this week. Hi. Hi. Uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. We've been talking about how you've been feeling like the crud coming on. Yeah. And now the more I've been talking, I feel like I sound like I'm getting the crud. You sounded a little bit. And I, I feel terrible. I mean, your immune system tends to pick up whatever I bring home. Yeah. And I tend to bounce back super quick. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this could be the beginning of a new plague for you. Oh. I hope not. I hope I'm, I'm hoping I'm like, on wood. yeah, putting in the universe now so the opposite happens. Yeah. Well, you know, when you just go continuously like at work and you're running like crazy and sometimes when you sit down after a while you're like am I okay (laughs) yes that's kind of feel like where I feel like I am especially when you're running in the summer outdoors oh my god I know last week I talked about being like down for the count because the heat here is unbearable but like it is unbearable (laughs) like there's nothing you can do about it hey and if we want to talk central florida news report i think we do tropical storm is heading towards us so everyone pray for us come sunday tropical storm dorian could be a cat three by then could be a rainstorm yeah we will find out i was starting to get on my time hop Mm -hmm. or memories for Facebook. A couple of years ago at this time, Tropical Storm Erica was coming his way. Oh, she died. She just couldn't get it together. Um, But what was funny is I had all of these, like, Facebook messages, like one from our buddy Frank that was like, get your shit together. (laughs) And I was, like, looking at it today, I was like, why was Frank so rude? And then I was like, oh, as I'm scrolling through... Tropical Storm Erica, Tropical Storm Erica, and then I spell it with a K. Just it for feels you. so nice, but then like I don't want to hear my name on the news a lot. <laughs> right. So it was a little crazy, but yeah, you really hated the headline like Storm Erica dies in the Atlantic. You're like, Whoa, where was like you guys? Tropical Storm Erica, like you know, don't falls you mean- apart and dies. Yeah, or like can't get it together. And I was like, guys, be nice. Don't you mean just dissipate? So just didn't want to like cause any harm. Right. Just didn't want to bother anybody's days. Can I be honest? And I know yeah. this is kind of bad because storms are dangerous. Yes. But and I and I definitely don't want harm to property or certainly to no. people or pets or any living being. 
But I get so excited when a storm is coming for yeah, us. I get just like geeked out. I'm so excited. About I it. get like the preemptive, like, oh my gosh, like maybe we have the day off from work. Yeah, and then I remember Irma two years ago and how out of our fucking minds we were with boredom. I have not been more sick of you <laughs> in a long time. At work since those couple of days when we were holed oh. up in here. At work today. My boss started off a meeting with like, oh, this storm might be coming. For those of you that have lived in Central Florida for a long time, what are some safety tips and tricks? Because he's new to the area. Yeah. Yeah. And so he's been in Florida about a year-ish and everyone was going around the room, you know, keep a bathtub full of water or Mm -hmm. here's everything to do. And I was like, listen, (laughs) when it comes to your food, you can purchase fruits and vegetables. Yes. And a cooler. They will go bad should you lose power. But until then, you can eat them. And they all looked at me and go, I can't begin to tell you how many peanut butter sandwiches my roommate and I ate. And we were like, we have power. Why did we not get food? Like, real food. Like, even a banana would have lasted at room temperature for several days. Uh But when we stocked up for the hurricane a couple years back, we were like, okay, non-perishables only. (laughs) All the crackers. All All the popcorn. All the popcorn. My body... Ached oh, for a salad. I just wanted something that grew out of the ground. <laughs> we that were I could so consume. upset. Like on top <laughs> of being stuck, because you get put on curfew. Yeah, I think that's what a lot of people don't realize all the time is that when a storm's coming through, curfew. Yeah, and we were on curfew from like five p.m. on like a Friday until like nine o'clock in the on morning Sunday. on Sunday. Yeah, and you can't leave. You can't, and, and, like, you also, the cats can't leave. No. So they're just here, and everybody is crawling on each other. Oh. And at least one bathtub is filled with water, so, like, your showering facilities are low. Yeah. It's not It's not as much fun as you think it is. No. No. Anyway. Preparing is. You know what we do, do though, we, while preparing and waiting for a hurricane to come? Yeah. We always suck up on alcohol. Yeah. So, Amy, I think it's time for... Drink of the week. <laughs> I was going to cheers against the bottle we have here, but that doesn't yes. work either. It's drink of the week time. Yes. And we're sharing a beverage this week. We are. Like, we share this podcast. <laughs> and this apartment. Um, <laughs> and my cats. <laughs> and they're yours. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're yours. Well, I think long-time listeners know that I love a themed beverage. Yes. When it comes to a show. So tonight, as you can see, we are um, talking about some reality stuff. I was on the hunt tonight after work for an alcoholic beverage that was part of what we're going to talk about. Or produced by some kind of reality star. So I went out looking for Vanderpump Rosé. Couldn't find it. Skinny Girl Margarita. They only had Skinny Girl Vodka. And I was like, I don't need Skinny Girl Vodka. So tonight... No Ramona Pinot Grigio? There was no Ramona Pinot Grigio. Oh, too bad. Believe that may no longer be produced. Um, Because I hear it was gross. Wow. Wow, Wow. Erica. Wow. I don't support other women. Clearly. So tonight we went with the very fancy, very fancy, barefoot bubbly, the rosé brute. But you got the rosé. And the brute. Yes. I know how to purchase champagne, girl. Yeah, and you know better than to bring home a sweet champagne to me. Yes. I'll get, like, legitimately mad. I just don't understand who's drinking sweet champagne. Me neither. Yeah. The same losers that are drinking Moscato. Sorry, Mom. Oh, my God. Um, And Beth. Uh, but look, I, I think this is perfectly themed because it's a light and bubbly, bubbly beverage. Yes. And guys, we're going to have fun this week on podcast. Yeah, we're so excited. Look, sure, we'll take down the targeted individuals. Uh-huh. We'll slam an MLM. All day. We will rip apart a conspiracy theory. But then Heard sometimes, it. you know, you need the yin to the yang. Yes. 
So we are going to have some fun, some laughs, some girl chat. And uh, look, if you are a lover of the Bravo television channel the way we are, we think you're about to have a lot of fun too. And when we tell you guys all the time that this podcast is like opening the door and like seeing what a real life happy hour is between Amy and I, this is it. It this is, is the show. <laughs> too much talking about reality TV. And we're not ashamed and we will not apologize. Well, you know, we talk about these people like we know them, but in a way, they've been in our living rooms with us for over a decade. Yeah. A lot of them, really. So I do feel like I know them. Plus, I follow them on all the social media platforms. And their decisions impact my level of entertainment. Totally. In my, the way that I choose to spend my hours where I can choose my entertainment, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I choose these ladies. So I do have a, I don't know, um... A stake, an investment in the things that they do. Yeah. Or don't do. Well, before we crack that open and dive deep. Yes. Let's talk about outside of Bravo, what's going on there, what we're obsessed with this week. And I'd be like, why are you so obsessed with me? Can I go first? Sure you can. Okay. I have been working for the last three months in my new role. Mm-hmm. gearing up towards this one large event. Sure. And it happened this weekend. And it was super successful. Yay! And now it's over. Oh, uh, I'm so happy. It was so great. And like this weekend was intense. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Taylor Swift's Lover album drop. I couldn't believe you didn't leave with that. I well, definitely I, thought that would I be your I will best. not not talk about it. <laughs> um, and then I got invited to see the Backstreet Boys on Saturday <gasps> here in Orlando. And... I mean, Hanson was the true first concert I ever chose to want to go to. I mean, mm-hmm. we're babies in the 90s, so yeah. the boy band revolution that kaboomed through the TRL of the world. When us Xennials were of the age. Exactly. So like, I have seen NSYNC a ton, Hanson a ton. I believe I saw Backstreet Boys back in the day, recently, years ago, when they did their NKOTBSB tour That's a lot of with the new kids. I saw them there, but I'm not a new kid fan, so I hated half of the show. <laughs> um, but I saw them this weekend, and they were amazing. And I mean, I didn't get home till like 2 a.m. thanks to traffic. Yeah. Back in at work the next day, like I worked my buns off, but I'm so happy it's all over and it was success. But yes, yeah, so let's talk about Taylor Swift briefly. Sure. And congratulations, by the way. Thank you so much. It's you know, event hangover is real. And uh, I had to explain that to my boss today. Like, girl, event I hangover know. will destroy you. I know. Um, so Taylor Swift dropped her new album, Lava, yeah. last week, and it's fantastic. I am yeah. oscillating between my top five. I definitely think Cruel Summer's her next single. I think the man is perfect for any woman who's ever been mansplained or just trying to get ahead in their career. They also need to listen to it. Literally all Literally of all of us. Um but I was laughing because I remember on this show, my obsession of the week was her last album, Reputation. Wow, we've been podcasting a minute. Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, I was like, that's so crazy. That is crazy. So, I didn't want it to be my full obsession, so I had to, like, sprinkle it in because I, I can't you. be too predictable. <laughs> Keep it fresh. But go, look, go stream a bit. Keep it fresh, Jarv. So, A... You know, I I was thinking, like, what am I obsessed with this week? And really, I have a lot of micro-obsessions. If I can... Better than (laughs) micro-aggressions. It is definitely better than a micro-obsessions. Over micro-aggressions. Yeah, micro-aggressions can go fuck themselves. Okay, so uh, there's just, like, a lot of things that I'm just stoked about right now. Sure. 
So from small to large. So I'll start small. Okay. I bought, I love a loungewear pant. <laughs> <laughs> I do just love to buy a new pant that is just so soft on my bunnies. Yes. That I can cuddle around in. And I got a great pair of pants for a great price at Target yesterday. Perfection. Stoked about that. Perfection. I am obsessed with myself a little bit because you guys... I did that recently too. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, you guys, I've been talking about golf on the show. I'm obsessed with golf. Like, it's been just my thing this summer that I've completely thrown myself into. And I golfed so hard over this weekend, I fucked my back up. Yep. And I had to go to the chiropractor today <laughs> to put myself back together. Yes. And so that is my level of obsession there. Mm-hmm. A couple other things that and I And our chiropractor is rad. And like... Uh, yeah, no. He knows what he's doing. Always a good time. Also, yes, we do share a chiropractor. Yeah. <laughs> DMS if you're in Orlando and need an adjustment because he's the best. We got your guy. We got you. Um, <laughs> he would love a recommendation from us. Trust us. Yes. <laughs> Porsche isn't going to pay for itself, it's guys. Um, I'm also obsessed with things that I know I talk about too much on the show. Like you to Taylor Swift is me to Bip and 90 Days. Uh-huh. But, God, the new season of Before the 90 Days is bringing it hard, as is the new season that started last week of Love After Lockup. Holy shit, these people are making bad life choices, and I'm here. Guys, I'm here for I it. need to paint a picture. <laughs> I will come home from work, like a late night or something, and Amy is tucked into the couch oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the wine and a just like, cuddled up and a cat and this like shit-eating grin. <laughs> I love it so much. It makes me so happy. She just looks like she's like looking back on like home footage, like just reminiscing with like pure joy. But like you're really watching 90 Day. Well, speaking of home videos and home footage, what I'm really gearing up to that I'm obsessed with is my mother and podcast rewind super listener Sandy Randolph finally has an arrival date in the great state of Florida. Yes. She's moving here during a hurricane, y'all. She's she's so lucky. She's going to be a true Floridian right off the bat. Totally. But my mother, who has retired and, you know, has been living by herself in Michigan for a while now, has finally been able to make the move. She's had a house ready here in the Central Florida area. And just the time and everything needed to line up, and it finally has. She's hopping on the road this weekend. I will be, like, GPS tracking this woman oh, to yes. make sure she's safe. She's driving down with a dog and a cat in the vehicle. So I have please. an app for you that does that, by the way, that you can have somebody share their, like, driving location. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to force seeing Rick Jarvis does all this. that time with me. So um, as of next week... Mama Randolph will officially be a Floridian, and like I'm almost choked. I'm literally choking. I know. I'm so excited for you. Having family in town, yeah, is the greatest. Growing up, I was like, I'm gonna live in New York City. I'm gonna do all of these things. And my parents like, by the way, we're moving to Florida. Do you want to come with? I'm like, oh yeah, you can't leave me. Yeah, you know, I did move across the country (laughs) from my family. My family was in Michigan when I moved here to Florida. And then several years later, my sister moved to New York and she's now living in California. So, you know, my parents for a long time had their girls' satellite, you know, locations across the country. And so, you know, maybe one day we can convince Corey to make the great move to uh the, the great state of Florida, but until then, at least uh, a majority of the family will all live in the same state Perfect. again. I'm so happy for you guys. And your mom's a great podcast listener, but she's an even better drinking buddy. She is something else though, right? Yeah. 
speaking of your mom, yeah, I do think we're about to dive into our topic that she might not love the most. Yeah, so sorry, mom. I sorry, know Sandy. That you're not a Bravo fan, but you are an Amy and Erica fan. So tune Thanks. in. If, continue to tune in if you can, mom. Thanks. Love you. So yeah, like Amy mentioned, we're going deep on our favorite channel. Oh God, though I do love Food Network. No, you no, do. Bravo, Bravo, t- Bravo. Yeah. But Bravo first. And today, uh, today, Bravo. Like. Something happened. So a lot of things happened, you guys. It's been a weird year for the flagship franchise of the Bravo television channel, of course, is the real housewife of Insert City. Yeah. And so we've got, gosh. It started in Orange County, of course. It started in Orange County. It went to New York, Atlanta. We did Miami. New Jersey. New Jersey, Potomac. Dallas. It's even gone so far that other countries, there's Sydney, yes. there's Vancouver, but they're not entirely tied into like the Bravo network, no. really. But the very first show ever was The Real Housewives of Orange County and truly modeled after Desperate Housewives. Sure. And I count myself a true and loyal fan Same. because I watched that first episode on Bravo. I watched them open those gates to Kodo. I, you know why I watched it is because... It was like the reality version of Desperate Housewives, and I really was into Desperate Housewives when it came out, and so I, and I love reality television, always have, so I was like, yeah, I'll give this a shot. So, I mean, I have been watching since the beginning. The only show, or the only franchise that I've never seen is Potomac. I have at least dabbled in all of the rest of them. So one of my friends, Rachel, who lives in D.C., she was on the show forever ago. She (laughs) loves Potomac. I've caught an episode here or there, and I will say, hard to jump into a season or a series that I haven't seen from the beginning. Sure. But I will say, Potomac might have the most beautiful cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen all of them on social media. They are beautiful, but we forgot about one of the greatest seasons. Washington, D.C.? D.C. I've, I was going to mention at some point in this show, I, I really feel like we were robbed by the Sahelis. Uh-huh. When they crashed the White House gates, and so therefore the whole series got, got canceled. canceled after season one. Oh. Washington, D.C. deserved to live on. And I think that's why they moved to Potomac, because it's just up the street. Yes. But it took them several years, though. It took them a lot of years. And I know you didn't watch it, but the Real Housewives of um, Melbourne, I think it was? Mm. No, it was a city. Oh, no, uh, New Auckland. Or Auckland. Auckland. In New Zealand. Was a really great show. Bravo only played it on like Saturdays at noon. Yeah. But I fully watched it and they went off the air because a cast member said the N word and didn't realize that that was really bad. Yeah. And they canceled the whole series, which again was really unfortunate because that one deserved to live on and have more notoriety in America for sure. Yeah. Well, anyway. they have them all over. We just don't get to see them so much. Right. Which is so crazy. But the main reason we're talking today is because something has been happening, and it's a trickle. Something in the water. Something is in the water. Three OG housewives have all left their series. In the last two, two months, you guys. months. So we're talking Vicki Gumbelson, who is literally the most OG. She She's was the yes. only original member from Orange County Housewives which is the very first show series ever. So yes, she's yes. the OG of the OGs. And she'll tell you. Just ask her. Just she'll fucking, fucking remind you. She got demoted to friend of, so she's no longer really on the show. Which, like, what? She's Vic? And, you know, people have been calling for Vicky to be fired for years. Look, Vicky, like, was part of a cancer scam on that show. She's done yes. horrific things. People have been calling for her job for years. Yeah. I truly didn't think Bravo would ever do it. And they did. I they demoted Vicky. 
But question, did you want her to get demoted? Or to get fired? Because I did. I, well, I hate her, but yes. she makes great television. That's the problem with reality TV. You yeah. hate somebody, but like if they're not on the show, the show won't be good, so or will what it? a fucking cross to bear. We'll get there. Anyway, <coughs> so second, she, was the, she was the first one we were aware of. Yes. Second was Lisa Vanderpump from The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She... Her exit was weird because she didn't show up to a reunion, and Andy Cohen kind of has a rule of, like, if you don't come to the reunion, you do not come to the next season. Right. But she put out a press release before for call time to the reunion yes, saying move. to, of course, Radar Online, which has been a huge... If you're watching Beverly Hills, you know why you that's know. an issue. You know about Puppy Gates. You know, you know. If you know, you know. And so she quit, but she would have gotten fired if she hadn't. Had, Absolutely. I'm, I'm using air quotes around quit. They see that. And, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, for years, no one's called for her job because she's been the center, the rock, yes. the center diamond in the promo. And that's very shoot. important where you stand in that promo shot. It, it just is. It's almost as important as where you sit in relation to Andy Cohen in a reunion special. Correct. Absolutely. So she quit slash don't, she doesn't go here anymore. And, like, I'm in two camps about that, too, because... I kind of felt like she didn't have a place on the show anymore, but wow. What yeah. is Beverly Hills without Lisa Vanderpump? Well, that's such a great question. However, I think it's been answered. Yeah. It's Denise Richards. Oh, uh, d- you guys, if there's Andy anything. Cohen gave me a gift this year in the form of Denise Richards. If anything is an obsession for Amy, anything. It's the fact that Denise Richards has been graced on our television in a reality TV realm. Again, because I watched her E! show back in the day. So did I, yeah. And but her coming back, I feel like the the giddiness Amy feels about 90 day is yeah, only Denise parallel Hills. to Denise Richard. Just like I I bow at the feet of Papa Andy Cohen for this decision. <laughs> totally. But so guys, the real reason we decided to hop on the mic to talk about this is cuz one of the biggest blows happened in this last week. Yes. Bethany Frankel, an OG who left, who came, came back. back and stayed and delivered the goods. She did. And now she was leaving Real Housewives of New York City this week. Yes. And Amy, I gotta ask you, when you yeah. found out, did you like audibly gasp? Did you feel a twinge in your heart? What were your first reactions? I gasped aloud. Uh-huh. I did gasp aloud. And I here's the thing. I've really only started to even be able to tolerate Bethany in the last couple of seasons. I'm such an apologist for her. You are a massive Franco apologist. I don't know what it is. Like, you have been licking her butt for years. And now look. And good news. It's fat-free, sugar-free, because it's skinny girl. (laughs) True story. It's only sweetener. It's only sweetener. But here's the thing. I'm so sick about it, though, because, like, as long as I've been watching Real Housewives of New York, I've pretty much hated her. But did I watch her spinoff, Bethany getting married? Yeah, I yeah, fucking did. Fucking did. did I watch her spinoff, Bethany having a baby? Sure fucking did. did. And then the season she got divorced on her spinoff reality show. Loved it. Didn't miss a fucking episode. <laughs> Didn't miss an episode. God damn it. I hate myself for She's it. She's so entertaining. She is. She is. She? She's a quick one. Knows reality television. True story. And so, with her departure... Amy, you joked the other day, like, this mass exodus of OGs. Yes. What's in the water? What is happening? What is going on? And uh, are our shows going to be okay? That's what I'm really concerned about. Because I have seen The Real Housewives of New York for a season or two without Bethany. And they bring in other 
and I don't mean to use this in a bad term, but like body women that are loud and like, I'm cool girl and like, holla. And they try to (laughs) fill the void of Bethany, but, but it feels like they need two or three to make one Bethany. And she must fucking know that, by the way. Oh, she knows. Her background being like, you know, a Long Island, New York City girl raised on a racetrack. She is fast talking. She's smart. She's cunning. You know what she is? She's a hustler. She's a fucking hustler. Hell yeah. And I just don't think that the other women that they try to bring in can compete with her because, I mean, we're all quote unquote unique, but like, <laughs> she's special snowflakes. Um, like, ask my mom. She'll tell you I'm special. But, like, Bethany had that it factor. Yeah. And all of these women come onto the shows and pray and hope to God that they work well on camera and have that it factor or a shtick, something that they can keep going. Now, nobody made coin off their shtick better than Bethany Skinny Girl Frankel. (laughs) It's true. I've seen that woman on on a ski trip on a snowboard with her logo on it. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk. Let's get into the Bethany yeah. doll. So, of course, you guys, this is Podcast Rewind, where we rewind our favorite podcast from the totally. week. And so, of course, Eric and I devoured a bunch of pods. And discussing. we're not the only ones upset by this loss. Oh, no. They're, we joined the millions. We're sharing morning. with you guys our favorite recap podcast shows related to Bravo and other pop culture things that we devour. But, I mean, there's a lot of Bravo podcasts out there, and you and I both listen regularly to a totally. bunch of them. Even if our favorite shows aren't on, we're still listening to the pods. So, okay, one of my favorite podcasts, they sometimes annoy the fuck out of me, but Bitch Sash. I was about to say it's Bitch Sash, isn't A it? Real Housewives recap podcast. They do this really hilarious thing that every time there's a shakeup in the cast or something <laughs> major happens, they put out these short, like, emergency episodes They're that so tend good. to be some of their funniest work. They really are because this week's episode started out with Adele, someone like you, playing in the background. So never mind, Bethany. We'll find someone like you. Right. So this and is- it's just like, <laughs> Danielle, Casey, are you okay? All right. How are you healing, girl? It's just... Give me chocolate. It's so good. No, but so they... True comedic actresses at their finest for six (laughs) minutes. It's the way I like it. Short and sweet. I gotta be honest with you. I lost where I was going with this, but they made a couple... They made a couple good points. No, don't be sorry. They made a couple good points on that episode. So one of them was... Oh, I remember what it was. Like, did Bethany even know this last year when she was filming? Because she really brought us the goods this year. And she she brought us the goods. (laughs) I mean, the choking on how good it was. The way that she was able to (coughs) shame Luann for the way that she had like helped her through her um, her meltdown last summer when she went back to rehab. Um, She led us into watching her overcome the death of of a boyfriend slash fiance. She also like with the Luann thing like. Handed us dirt that we didn't know before. Oh, like, Luann so was running through a field in lingerie, and Bethany tells us this because she tells us that she stopped the paparazzi from filming it. But fuck, she still told us, she, and that's that's how Frankel does it. That's how she does it. It's the Frankel way. <laughs> it's the Frankel way. I mean, she really delivered. There yeah. are, and even last season in those fights with Carol, she was really bringing some good A game yeah. quotes and mon. You know, like you know what. She was doing a fucking swan song because she brought back her scary island quote, go the fuck to bed. 
to Sonia this season. So did she know? Did she know she was going to do this? And so she really gave us a great season. And now she's got to go. Just like, so they, they said on Bitch Dash, remember? Just like Seinfeld did it. He yeah. handed us a great fucking season and then went, we're out, guys. Yeah. We're going out you on need top. to go out on top. You don't want to do the Vicky Gumbelson where you've been hawking your shit for so long. I don't want to buy what you're selling anymore. And Bravo has to just say, like, okay, we need you to just step back. And you can be a friend of if you want to be around, but we're not going to pay your full price. You're not in the credits. And your title mm. card is going to say, Vicky, friend of Tamara. Yeah. Like, and that's not what you want. So, and Bethany being a smart businesswoman knows she delivered one of her best ever. She also helped curate and like storyline one of the best seasons ever. Yeah. I mean, Barbara was a snooze fest, but like, see ya, Babs. (laughs) Check ya. Check ya. But I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you shared with me. So basically what happened is there was a tweet that just kind of went out. Yeah. That was like, hey, I'm not doing the show anymore. I'm going to take time to focus on my daughter. Right. Well, first of all, Variety got, she called Variety and get, so, okay. So let's talk about like, there's a lot of rumors about how she actually went out. Yeah. Also, I just want to bring up one thing real quick. Bethany makes a, she made a nasty stink when Carol Radziwill left the show and Carol said she left and she said it vaguely. And then Bethany made some nasty social media posts about how no real housewife has ever left on their own accord besides Bethany herself. The first who was, time. Who was the first time who then got rehired. Every other housewife in history has been fired if yeah. they're not on the show anymore. I don't know that she's right about that. I don't either. Andy Cohen would have to spill some tea and tell us the truth there. But for her to be so nasty about did Carol get fired and Carol quit and now to have her left herself under, like, shady circumstances. Yeah. So, first of all, I don't think she got fired. I don't either. Because I definitely think that Bravo knew, basically for the last three seasons, except for losing Carol last year, we've had the same cast. And Danny Pellegrino on Everything Iconic said earlier this year, when New York started up again, Bravo doesn't change the cast just to change it. They change the cast when there's a problem. So if we were seeing basically the same cast for three years in New York, Bravo knew they had the right ingredients in the pot. Totally. So like, so I do believe that Bethany quit. Yeah. But why do you think she quit? Besides like, like we knew she gave us that great last season. Yeah. So. Yes. Bethany did have a true Instagram goodbye, I guess. Farewell, my side of the story post thing. So she posts a photo of herself in her title card from the very first season ever of Real Housewives of New York. She doesn't look like the same woman, you guys. It's totally not the same woman. It's her and her dog. It says Bethany. And then her, like, housewife tagline is, New York City is my playground. And her Instagram reads, I want to take a moment to write a personal note to you. I am so grateful to you for sticking with me through everything. You started this journey with me in my tiny apartment in my late 30s, wondering what would happen to me. I was broke, single, had no family, and no idea what the future held. Sidebar. Same. <laughs> I had big dreams, and I never that stopped. Was an editor's note. <laughs> but I honestly didn't know if I would ever get here. You helped me to get here. I would read your letters and messages and grow from your struggles. You would give me your honest opinion about my products and projects and helpful advice about divorce, relationships, motherhood, miscarriages, health, and surviving the death of a loved one and almost my own. You have shared your ideas with me and I have been inspired by and learned from you. I am fortunate to have created a business and career that some people only dream of. 
I had a beautiful baby girl who is now nine years old, and she has changed me as a human being. I was able to give back and help people all over the world who have been hit with the worst of unforeseen circumstances, which we can all continue together. Go for it, whatever it is. Reach for your dreams in life and love and make the impossible happen because it can happen and it will happen. Come from a place of yes. It's yours for the taking. Thank you so much for your love and support and stay tuned. You haven't seen the last of me. There are many amazing things to come. I love you all and I'm so lucky to have you in my life. P.S. New York City is still my playground. All right, B. So her, the Variety like post about it said Frankel is leaving to focus more on her daughter, which you had a great point the other night. Like makes it sound like she's never been focusing on her daughter for the first nine years. Your daughter's eight. Now you're focusing. (laughs) Haven't you been doing it simultaneously with your show? Ideally. But it also definitely points out that Bethany is going to focus more on her partnership with producer Mark Burnett on other television projects. And I think it even mentions that she'll be starring in alongside executive producing. Okay. So, okay. So first of all, it's like, well, maybe Mark gave her more money and so she's going to go be in some other show. Yeah. But like, I don't know if Bethany on her own, like I said, I did watch her spinoffs, mm-hmm. but on Bravo. Yeah. I don't know if I want to watch a Bethany show on like HGTV. Well, nobody wanted to watch her talk show because that got canceled. True story. <laughs> Excellent. She did yeah. another show. No one watched it. Nobody watched it. Um, she doesn't have the demeanor for daytime, first of all. Yeah, she needs. She you know what I mean? She like, she's nasty. Listen, I love it because I'm a little, I'm not nasty like her, but you know, the snark and being cunny and intelligent. And you take like her. You always But have. like the three o'clock hour is really not for that. No, it's, it's for Ellen and Oprah. It's for Ellen. It's for Property Brothers. Like it's just, you know, cozy. Right. Um, But I think, I think she's. I think she probably was nervous she wasn't going to produce the next season of Housewives as good mm, and sure. pulled herself out. And if she goes somewhere else and flops like she's done in the past, she could blame it on those things right. that are new to the equation right? and not herself. Because I think that there's nothing that she doesn't do that doesn't, first of all, as she says, come from a place of yes, but also have a um, an out that yeah. she can point a finger and be like, I was great. That's the new thing that's happening to me, and that's why I'm not doing well. Right. So, again, the Variety thing, though, said that she was not only going to work with Mark Burnett on other projects, but focus more on her, um, you know, business, who which would promote and, you know, uphold women uh, in society. Yes. And as Ramona once famously said, wow, Bethany, wow, you don't support other women. So we really have watched Bethany on the show not being supportive of her other women's business ventures or her friends' business ventures. Yeah, because we talked about this. Bethany has quite a lot of charities. Be she strong. Does. She does. Be this, be that. And, and she's she done very good. does great. And she will happily support another woman who is in a lower ranking than her. Or who's lost her house in a Puerto Rico hurricane. Absolutely. Which that is to be applauded. Absolutely. She does more than a lot of us do. But when it comes to a peer of hers, a friend, somebody else in the industry, she cannot support them. Right. And so it's very difficult for her. In that in that post when she's like, get your dream, whatever it is, she ripped apart Ramona's all of Ramona's businesses from Ageless to Ramona Pina Grigio. She vowed never to speak to Sonia again when Sonia wanted to do a liquor brand because Bethany had started off in the liquor industry with Skinny Girl. She she doesn't show up to book parties. Nope. You know, she just has de- demonstrated that she does not support other women's business ventures. Yeah. I hate saying Ramona's right, but she's fucking right when she said Bethany doesn't support 
other women. Do you think she would support us knowing that we are most certainly not playing in the same field as her? Well, we're not supporting her right now. <laughs> no, but listen, still deep Bethany apologist, and I can't figure out how and why. No, that's but. what I mean. Like, while she does she does great work for people who are super unfortunate, you know, she does not to me seem like somebody who is out there for every working woman. Yeah. Or you know, one of my favorite feminist sayings is that none of us are free until we're all free. Yeah. She didn't play by those rules, I don't think. No, I, I think empowered women empower women. Exactly. No matter who you are and where you are. And I just don't think that's good for Bethany's brand to support Sonia. It's like, I'm always helping the lesser than. Yeah. And so I guess she can do that now with her free time. I suppose. Yeah. So can we talk like the rumor that I've heard about the way she laughs? Yes. Because... So- I my mom said the same thing, so you and my mom yes. must be reading the same rags. And I don't remember where I read. I think I heard Danny Pellegrino talk about this on Everything Iconic, because, of course, he covered this in his episode this week, along with his Southern Charm recap. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're going to get to Southern Charm, guys, and the mm-hmm. chef of it all. But, like, he claimed, and I also did read, maybe the Crappens guys even said it, too. Watch what Crappens, another recap show we love, that basically, so the show... Starting season 14, is that 14? No, it OC, could be. OC is on 14, whatever. New York is starting filming like this week or potentially even the day that Bethany announced that she's leaving. And she didn't have a contract in place yet. So she went into Bravo, the executive producers, and tried to negotiate her salary. And she threw out a bananas, stupid fucking high yeah. number. And the producers didn't agree to it. But the way that Rumor, I heard, is told is that negotiation wasn't over, but they had rejected her request. Mm -hmm. And so while Bravo believed that negotiations were to continue, when she got no to that first request, she walked out of the room and called Variety and made that first statement that she's leaving, which then hit the entire internet. And I think the producers, like, on a potty break, Uh were like, uh, what? Right. So they're left in the lurch. And... Who knows if they had even cast anybody new this season or had anybody. Right. Like if they even had anybody on deck. Yeah. um, Every Tuesday when I drive home from work with my mom and I, we have a little like phone date to chat. She asked, what's our Tuesday pot about? And I was like, Bethany Frankel. And she goes, yeah, you know, she walked in there and asked for like a baller money. They didn't give it to her. And I was like, oh, you already know the the goss too? And my mom's theory was that she was always going to be out. But she mm-hmm. needed an out. So she said that, like, oh, they just wouldn't match my number. So that makes it look like it's a business thing and not that she's done. Right. Whatever. I know. I hear you. She has been making most of her Mostly money. that's Eileen's theories. <laughs> if we're talking theories. Well, and she's been making the majority of her money off of her own business for years. And she's been on the show. I mean, she makes money on the show. But I think I've we've all known for years that she's... That show paycheck is probably nice, but she's doing that to keep her name out there. So you keep buying Skinny Girl. I also wonder, with her insight, mm-hmm. if she knows that when she's on the show, different brands and companies like buy ad space. Sure. Yeah. And if she knows that her name tied to the show gets them better sponsors and ads, and a Real Housewives of New York without Bethany, are they going to get Bronnie or are they going to get... Like the jank version of a paper towel sponsor. Do you know what exactly. I mean? And I wonder yeah. if she knows her name comes with stuff. The value. And she was ready to like throw down like, I'm not just a Real Housewives of New York. I'm Bethany Frankel choosing to be on your show. Let's do this. And I don't think Bravo wants to play those games. Right. They want to own you. Right. 
But I'm guessing also she's so close with Andy Cohen personally. No way he didn't know about this. So that's another interesting point. Lisa Vanderpump and Andy Cohen were good friends for a long time. But I kind of feel like that friendship fell out a long time ago and it just became a business relationship. Yeah. Andy Cohen and Bethany Frankel have also been good friends for a long time. Well, when's the last time you saw, like, a picture of them together on Instagram outside of his baby shower? Which... They don't really take photos which, together on Instagram. Well, ever. okay, so Instagram's a bad example, maybe, but even in the news, like, at a red carpet event or something together in the city, because he lives in the same city as, as Bethany. Yeah, New York City is her playground. I already said that. <laughs> and obviously, he's in L.A. a lot, and he... I mean, I've read both of Andy Cohen's books, and he talks about, oh, yeah, I had dinner with LVP since I was in town. Yeah. It ruffled some of the other housewife's feathers, yeah. but whatever. I can have a friend yep. and separately have a work relationship with them. And, you know, not only did, so going back to Beverly Hills, her the reason that she quit was because she felt like her friends were treating her so badly she didn't want to partake in the show anymore, which a lot of people have a lot of opinions that actually she knew she was getting a shitty edit and Lucia Vanderpump hates being wrong more than Amy oh. Mae Randolph does, and that's a lot. Yeah, and we do not like being wrong. <laughs> No, yeah, nobody in Podcast Rewind uh, co-host chairs. Which is really weird when we're both fighting about something. Like, one of us eventually has to be wrong, and we just go, agree to disagree. Yeah, we just have to stop we talking have to about it. We call a draw. We call a draw. We can't do this. Put a big C on the board. It's a Cats game. <laughs> if it helps, we're also Aries, and we also learned tonight we are fire signs, and Ooh. it is not great. <laughs> what? Is this why my face is always red? <laughs> That's a No, so, you know, Lisa Vanderpump, whether or not she did quit... Not only did she ruin her relationships with all of her castmates, yeah. but with Andy Cohen. Yeah. And which uh, leaves us all to wonder then what's going to happen to Vanderpump Rules, right? I, here's the thing. Real Housewives is under Andy Cohen's production company. Uh-huh. Vanderpump Rules is under a completely different production company. That is true. And so therefore there's no Andy Cohen in dip, double dipping. But I think that... While Lisa Vanderpump is an executive producer of Vanderpump Rules, I think it's Stassi, Kristen, Katie. I think it's the kids who are running that show that we are so deeply involved in. When they bring Lisa in and, like, make Katie pretend to be her personal assistant for a day, I'm like, (laughs) get the fuck away with this storyline. Get back to Jax and his 19th nose job. Like, that's what I want. Please explain to me why he's riding around on that motorized cooler of his wearing shoes that say jaxed on them. I'm going to need to know more about that. No, but no, here's my question. Yeah. Like the Andy Cohen, Lisa Vanderpump relationship aside, her relationship to Bravo, how damaged is it yeah. and how much will it impact the production of Vanderpump Rules? Well, I don't believe, I know she's an executive producer. I don't believe she has any majority stakehold in that show. Yeah. But, you know. Could she sabotage it for herself? Could they sabotage it for her? Yeah. And what's Vanderpump Rules worth anymore when it's getting a little boring? You know, you I listened dangerous. to the Betches, Betch Slapped. Yes. So Betches Media, one of our favorites, by the way, that came, came out with a new pod off campus. Oh, did they? Yeah. I'm excited to hear it and like, give it a go. Always is college oriented. Um, Ugh, we're old. We're so old. But <laughs> they were talking about Vanderpump Rules, and this is kind of like what we think so much about when it comes to like, what's next for our, our favorite Bravo shows that we've been following for so long. And they mentioned, because they were obviously mourning Bethany's loss, our, our loss of Bethany. Our loss. We talked about with Vanderpump Rules, like we were introduced to X number of kids 
you know, 20 year olds trying to make it, working in the serving industry, poor, but like, but wild partiers, oh, live their and lives without abandon. Exactly. And now you are at the reunion and they're like, I just bought a $2 million home in West Hollywood. I'm down Melrose and this couple over here has their house on Melrose. And you're like, I'm not babies. No. no, 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 no. I did not sign up for that. That's not what I'm here for. I know. So like, what do we do? And like, how... Do we, like, send them off in, like, a canoe and light it on fire, like, in the Viking way? Like, do we just say goodbye to these shows that way? Or do we have to have a mutual agreement? Like, you're not providing me the entertainment I came into this agreement for? Like, what is the right next move? And, like, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah, so, like, all all three of these, like, flagship um, franchise, I mean, these flagship, like, uh, branches of the Real Housewife brand, right? Yeah. So, the OC... It is the OG. Vicky herself is the number one OG. And I will say just real quick that Vicky's demotion has the least amount of stakes attached to it. Yeah. Whereas, like, we, Vicky is a friend of, and it's a huge blow to her, but also she's still on the show. And in fact, in the first four episodes of this new season, she's causing more drama than anybody else still. Yeah. She could, she could, if she brings it hard enough this year, pull a Luann. Do you remember yep. several years ago, New York City demoted Luann, the countess, to a friend of because she just didn't have enough going on and girl worked it. She brought drama and interest and she came back and was handed an apple. Yep. So, and she's back on the cast full time and she's not left again. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of questions though about if they can keep Luann on, if it's going to challenge her sobriety this way. If. Oh, yeah. Anyway, mm. but going back to Vicky. Well, I guess going back to the next question that we really have. Yeah. That you were starting to bring up with Vanderpump Rules and them growing up and being adults and that's boring. What is the future for especially the big three? Orange County, New York City, and Beverly Hills, who all lost basically the queens of the show. Yeah. In the last two months. What is next for the housewives as like... I don't know. I mean, if it feels a little Game of Thronesy, right? Yep. Like, does this leave room for Dallas to be the best show? I just Sophie Turner. Like, I love Dallas. <laughs> Leanne, you do like the queen of the queen of Dallas herself, Leanne Mockin, does not disappoint. No. Um, so here's my here's my question. So like, all three shows next year. Well, I mean, it doesn't count for Orange County because they're technically in their next year yeah. already. So Vicky's already demoted, but. We already, Beverly Hills is already filming because I saw um, someone caught Kyle and uh, the boring one, Teddy, <laughs> out at lunch with the camera crew. So Beverly Hills is already filming again. So they don't have LV, LVP. Do Did they cast them? And what are they going to do? Are they going to try to cast, like, another old British lady? Are they going to try to cast another Denise Richards? Or... Do they fire a couple people like that did that one season of New York and bring in three just fresh new and try I to do heard that a different thing? Do you know the rumor that was floating around for a while? I don't think I do. That they were going to bring in, and I am so sorry, I can't remember her name. Oh, Nicolette Sheridan. Nicolette Sheridan. Well, I, that, that's a great rumor. And the funny thing is because she was on Desperate Housewives. She which was. spawned everything. And her ex-husband... She was married to two of the current housewives' current husbands. Uh, yes. She was married to Harry Aaron Hamlin, Hamlin, who's now married to Lisa Renna, and she was married to Aaron What's-His-Nuts that's now married to Denise Richards. Lucky. So, Son of a bitch. here's the thing. 
while that might be a dramatic dream... It's like, going to be fun after a couple episodes. Yeah, and, forward. like, could they really get Lisa and Denise to not revolt yeah. in that circumstance, you know? Like, uh, I don't know. But Crappens has been saying for years, before they even hired Denise, that Nicolette would be an excellent housewife. Oh, yeah. Or, like, if you could even get Terry Hatcher, like, talk about OGs. Oh, my God. That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> that would be center. You immediately get the center stone. Yes. Like, that's what you get. I don't know. Like, I am unclear of what's next because I think we're going to go into the new seasons without the OGs and we're going to see how it is. Yeah, maybe then we need... from there, we'll have a better understanding and a better grounding of can we move forward and if we do, how. Right. But of course I'm going to give them all a little look-see, see how it is. Obviously, OC is currently on with Vicky as friend of who's lobbying for her position back as you can tell. And which leaves Tamara as the queen, and everybody fucking hates Tamara. Not like on the show. Tammy like, Jane or whatever they call her. Yeah. Just all of our recappers hate Tamara. Tamara's the worst. So, um, Tamara does a show over her calls children. her a possum. The two judgy girls call her Tammy Sue because Tammy she's Sue, white trash. Yeah. <laughs> I trash with money. Yep. Um, but you know, when you were talking earlier about Shep from Southern Charm, he is super pr- a problematic person. I couldn't even say he's a problematic fave. He is very misogynistic, old school, um, talks down to people that are not of his Horrible. wealth or caliber on Southern Charm. And he's he disgusting. recently got quite a lot of hate, and rightfully so, because well he ig a homeless woman in New York City collecting cans and was making fun of her. And I refused to watch the video because that's not fair to that woman who asked him to stop filming her. And people were coming for him in his job, and they were like, really, Bravo, this is... Somebody on one of your most popular shows. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Bravo and other stations like MTV have fired people for poor behavior on social media and or just in public that was caught. And yeah, I mean, I really don't feel like Shep Rose should continue to be on their television show. But like, what is the show without Shep? Without your antagonist. Like, he really is the, the true old money Southern charm Who's coming for everybody and, like, you know, causing the drama. drama. And, like, that's what you need. And if he's not on, where's the drama? Right. That is the hard part. And we want to say we're better than all of this, but we're not because we want better. We want good entertainment. Again, this is, you know, of my few hours a week where I can choose what I want to do to entertain myself, I choose these people. As Leslie Grossman says on when she comes on Bitch Sesh, she says, those people work for me. Yep. They are on television at my pleasure. Yep. I'm giving them my personal time. Yeah. Dance monkey. Dance. And you can see that with all of this craziness and drama, this is why I watch things like Kids Baking Championship. Yeah. Sometimes you need to check out. I get it. Beat Bobby Flay. Like, great. A home run Oh, agree. But sometimes I just need to, like, cleanse the palate. Do you want to hop around to these three and kind of discuss what we think? So, starting in OG, or OC, excuse me. Yeah. You don't really watch it. I don't think there's much to be said here, because Nikki, or Vicky, mm-hmm. <laughs> is not off the show, and I think this is the season, like you were just saying, that we'll see what happens. Yes. Beverly Hills. Yes. Without Lisa Vanderpump. We'll be fine. You think we'll be fine? I do. Do you, th- okay. Because here's the thing. Denise was figuring her shit out season one. That's right. I bet, and Camille was a friend of... Camille somehow is going to work her way back in, and Camille and Denise don't, don't get along. I don't want them to hire Camille. I don't think she's going to get hired on. I think she's going to stay as a friend of. Yeah. 
She's where the fuck But I going. think Denise now has the confidence of a season under her belt, understand how things work, and I think she's going to be even a greater, stronger force. And while she's friends with a lot of the women, I think they're going to be like, whoa, are you coming for my job? Yes. Season one, Denise was probably fun to be like, oh, hey girl, here's how we do things. And some producer's going to have to coach her too. Like, yeah. You're going to have to fight or you're going to have to go home. What do you think? Uh, now, I, I think you're right. I do think, though, New York without Bethany, here's what I'm most afraid of. That they're going to hire a screwball and, like, the whole dynamic will fall apart. Yeah. And now those women are close. Yeah. The screwball, they'll just hone in on them and make them leave. Right. They did it with Barbara this season. They didn't like Barbara and they terrorized Barbara until she left. You know, the judgy girls were talking about OC. They, to jump back there, sorry. I know we're going long, but I'm having fun. Is this Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they hired a new woman on OC this year, evidently, to replace Vicky as a full-time cast member. Uh-huh. And her name is Brownin. Brownwin. 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 And um, un- uncharacteristically so, Shannon jumped aboard, I love her, right away. And then Tamara did, too. And the judgy girls had a great point about the politics and the... Almost if you think back to the Survivor game show, the, like, alliance of it all. Yeah. That they knew they're down a trace amiga without mm-hmm. Vicky, right? So they can grab onto Brownin and the three of them stay strong. They can fight off the Kelly. They can deal with the Gina and Emily, the younger women that are kind of, they were cast last season. Both of them are back for a second season. And maybe potentially, like, the new wave yeah. if if Shannon and Tamara don't keep things spicy with their own storylines, right? Yeah. So, like, there is this weird alliance place. So if they bring a screwball into New York, you know, what happens? Does maybe Dorinda and Sonia grab onto them and now we don't need Ramona and her bullshit? Yeah. Or if Luann is too much of a liability and she's got to go... Or does Tinsley, Tins- go does Tinsley finally get smart and grab a best friend so she finally has, like, a buddy outside That's, of Carol? Just looks so sweet that you think Tins I know, poor Tins. Tins has Dale and so her So pretty. She's so pretty. Bring Dale on. Bring Dale on. <laughs> okay, so kind of getting towards the end of the combo, yeah. there's been something I haven't told you yet. Okay. So, on to Judgy Girls, which uh-huh. I know you didn't listen to. It didn't. Courtney had an amazing idea that... I, like, I'm kind of obsessed with, and I maybe fully stand. Okay. She had this thought process, and, like, Mary's, Mary by the Bay was quiet, and let Courtney in L.A. kind of roll with this idea. And she was talking about, like, some of these shows have been on over a decade, right? And, like, yeah. what if a housewife season or a housewife herself gets capped at five years? Because, like, if we're starting to get to a place where they're getting really old, like, we do need to replace and yeah, refresh the, decrepit, it's fine. the cast. Just, like, we're kind Fillers of... Fillers only do so much. Only do so much. But she was saying, okay, let's let's say, for instance, that, you know, the show itself can stay in the air, but every housewife is capped at five seasons. If you're yeah. not bringing it, maybe you get fired before. But there's another show that comes on. And it's basically, like, the challenge. Yes. But for housewives. Yes. So they bring, like, the best ofs, the ones that have reached their five years, they can't do anymore. And then anymore. they fight to get back on a show? No, not necessarily. Like, you get to see them doing fun challenges. Oh, okay. Let's let's take Ramona as an example. Uh-huh. Ramona is an OG of the New York City show. Yeah. She's been on since the beginning. So we have watched her get divorced. We have watched her daughter grow from, like, an eight-year-old to now she's in college. We have watched her do all sorts of things. How much more can we really watch Ramona do? 
And do we need to see Ramona's day-to-day anymore? No, yeah. But do we want to stop watching Ramona on television? No, not even a little bit. Absolutely not. But instead of watching her day-to-day being an asshole, what if we, like, made little uh, obstacle courses for her or, like, challenges that she had to do and she had to band together with her little team of housewives and, like, she's still Ramona, but we give her something to do when it's in a different show. Like, you leave the show, but you go on to, like, Big Brother, but Housewives version. Or, like, the challenge on MTV. Yeah. Well, because in or Big even... Brother, they have challenges, but you can watch them 24-7. Yes. 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 All right. I, I kind of feel like... To Courtney in L.A. That right? Well, excellent idea. I was thinking it would be more like on... Um... Food Network. Um... <laughs> be by the Flight. Iron Chef? No, when they do Chopped. their... Um... Next Food Network All-Star. Oh, yeah. When you get cut after a certain point, they take you and they put you over into like the redemption kitchen. Because yeah, you're and so good. And they do more. We're not done with and you. And it's a whole you separate show online you can watch. And they do more competitions. The winner from there comes, comes back, back when they're in their final three. And the final three is like, it's us. And they're like, you thought it was you guys. Here's number four that's been competing in the background to come back into the competition. Not bad That either. also would be great if like Ramona was like, I fought my way back. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, let's face it. I belong on the Housewives. Okay. If you guys listen to any of these shows, you know Amy does great impressions. It's not <laughs> much what Crappen's level, but it's good. Okay. It's good. I have a final question for you. Okay. Um, one to ten. How, one being never in a million years and ten being like, yeah, like in 2021. Is Bethany coming back? In 2021. <laughs> so that's a 10 for you. That's a 10. What I, about you? I'm more like a 7 or an 8. I guess it all depends on what other venture she actually does. So maybe uh-huh. it remain, maybe you have to give her a year before sure. before we maybe in a year. What is the date? The 27th? 27th. Oh, by the way, it's Pumpkin Spice Day. I meant to say that in Obsessions oh. earlier. The Pumpkin Spice Cold Brew Cold Foam Cold I everyone's talking about how great it is. I, I haven't had I it yet. Break. I can't It's going to happen this week. Um, maybe we need to give her a year. So next year on Pumpkin Spice release day. Yes. Let's ask each other again from one to 10. Is Bethany coming back to Roni? I'm going to guarantee I'm still at a 10 next year. (laughs) Okay. She's laying the line in the sand now. Perfect. Oh my God. Do you have anything else to say about Brad? I mean, yes, we have so much more to say. All we'll the just time. end the episode and keep talking. Yeah, of yeah. course. No. We need an after show for no. this one. You guys. Maybe remember a drunk episode. Remember when we had Patreon and you guys didn't subscribe? No, none of you remember that. None, none of you, of you subscribed. None of you subscribed. We have $6 in a bank account that we can't take from. Thank you, Mom and Eric. Or Mom and April. No. <sighs> All right, let's take a big breath. Okay. Let's take a sip. Ooh. Cheers. That was fun. Double Thank cheers. You. But guys, like when we say this is literally what it is like to be to with sit us or sit near us. us, and it upsets mm-hmm. me that two of my other closest friends, Beth mm-hmm. and my best friend from home, Nicole, do not watch these shows. They and are so, missing out. Nicole okay. went on a you, me, and Nicole went on a cruise forever ago, and you and I kept talking about like our shows that we watch. And Nicole was like, "Well, we don't have cable." I was like, "Well, then go the." Fucking jump off this ship. I don't know what you're going to talk to us about. Like, this, this is useless. all Bravo all the time. <laughs> but okay. sometimes we talk about other things. We do. You guys, we still have time to listen to podcasts. I How? Know. We don't know. Amazing, isn't it? When do we sleep? We support other podcasts. <laughs> okay. okay. Let's face it. We, we can never lose Ramona. We just can't. I don't think we can. She might have even died five years ago. And there's a puppet, but I don't care. I don't care either. Okay, but uh, come on, we've got to go there. Let's do pop-ups. Yes. Do you want to go first? Go ahead. Tell me what you got. 
trashy divorces. <laughs> Hell yeah. I found this Been podcast there. today. <laughs> yeah. Fun fact. Um, I'll tell the listeners. <laughs> Do they know that? They've been divorced? I talked about it before. Oh, that's right. I couldn't it remember. It wasn't a trashy divorce, though. It, it was, was just, just a divorce. Yeah, just a you point. just happen to be trashy. No, therefore, there's that. Therefore. I am trashy and divorced, but I didn't have a trashy divorce. Exactly. But Alicia and Stacey on this podcast love to talk about trashy divorces. From celebrities. Oh, oh, I do too. I do too. Here's what I love about them. Full reviews of the celebrity's life, how they met their spouse, Mm -hmm. how they got married, and then how it all crumbled. How the cards, the house of cards fell. Or the tables have turned, whatever you want to do. Every episode is titled by a song lyric. Which, or a song. You love that. I love the most. I picked episode Funny Girls. Okay. All about two comedic redheads and their... Trashy Divorce, uh-huh. Lucille Ball, Ooh. and Kathy Griffin. Do you know how much I love Lucille Ball? You need to listen to this then, because it... I can't her, wait. Hearing her true, like, upbringing and how she got to become Lucille Ball and, like, her story oh, I, was I've amazing. It's so amazing. I love her. But I'm not talking about her. I'm right. talking about Kathy Griffin. Okay, tell me. Or as I called her, a Weeble Wobble. <laughs> because Weebles wobbles, but they don't fall down. They don't. And Kathy Griffin made Weeble... She may wobble, but she never falls down. You know, she put her on the list. She is a podcast um, topic for us one day because we went on a love hate journey with Kathy Griffin. Yeah, you know, while she was on and Bravo. I loved while her she was on Bravo. Oh my gosh, she was one of the OGs on Bravo. She was. Yeah. Um. So during a lot of this podcast, they do talk about like the astrology of it all. Okay. They'll be like, "Oh, Lucille was a Leo, but you know, Desi Arnaz was a Pisces, Desi. and like, here's how this all works." And, um. But so they folk. I, I'm just gonna quickly share like Kathy Griffin's divorce because it is insane. Yeah. And, you know the Lucy Desi of it all is like they just really divorced. I knew it was insane, but tell me what you learned. Okay, so Kathy Griffin, you know, comes to Hollywood. She's kind of not loved by all the celebrities because she's talking trash on them and telling her stories, but they're so funny. Mm-hmm. So she meets Matt Moline, six four, yeah. big guy. You saw him on her show, He's, yeah. Systems administrative guy, you know, kind of think like a Dilberty guy. Yeah. Ten years younger than her. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does have on Bravo, the My Life on the D-List. We see Matt. It, they look great. They're on no, tour. he's ugly as sin. I didn't say he looked great as sin. Oh. They looked great as <laughs> a couple. They looked great. Wow, Amy. Wow. <laughs> I don't support ugly men. <laughs> anyway, so we see, you know, him and his sister helps with Kathy's. Stand-up tour, all of this amazing stuff. And then all of a sudden, in May of 2006, boom, divorced. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she goes on Larry King Live and explains to everybody that one of the things that her and Matt loved to do together was climb into bed at like 8, 10 o'clock at night, watch TV, watch movies, stay up late, cuddle, sure. watching TV. We all Matt would fall asleep a lot earlier than her because he had plans. Oh he woke up for a year and a half every morning, hours before Kathy got out of bed. Went to her purse, took out her personal ATM card, went to the ATM, and started siphoning money. And over the course of a year and a half, he withdrew over $72,000 from her. And as the girls say, sharing is caring, stealing is a felony. (laughs) Truth be told. Like, absolutely. And so she goes on to, you know, you hear them talk about her being on, um, Larry King Live, talking about all of this, and Larry is saying things like, well, $72,000 isn't a lot of money to a celebrity. Jesus Christ, Larry King. And she there, she was like, I, I don't care. It, my husband was systematically choosing to steal from me. It could have been $10. Yeah, that's not but yours. But that man woke up every day and decided to steal from me. Right. Like, we can't be together. 
So you hear that like Matt wrote in a statement to like Larry King Live and didn't apologize for anything other than that he was sorry that Kathy went on TV to talk about their divorce. Like a dick. Dick. But in the end, Kathy won because nothing is better than a great revenge fuck or dating somebody that you know your ex would be just Ooh. crazy. upset about so for this system administrative tech guy it must have killed him that Kathy went on to date Steve Wozniak one of the original founders of Apple for a few years after the divorce you know I wondered why she did that and now I get it no it makes so much more sense now I get it revenge no whether they not they fucked I don't know but revenge something hell hath no fury like a woman stolen from. Yes. Fuck yes. <laughs> but anyway, there are so many divorces that they talk about. This sounds fun. Yeah, you're going to like it a lot. I do. Trashy divorces. I already like it. I listened to a new podcast over this week. It's another episodic one. There are two out right now. Do you remember a few months back I told you about the podcast, The Mysterious Disappearance of Natalie Wood? Yeah, totally. Right? And they really went in deep on... Um, uh, you know, those guys that were on the boat, her husband and Chris. Anyway, moving on. There's a new podcast with very the same vein and by the same production team called The Killing of Marilyn Monroe. Crazy. Right. So the the history as it stands is that Marilyn Monroe, we all know her, most beautiful woman on the planet, blonde, gentlemen prefer blondes, everyone's muse, died tragically by suicide, by overdose, uh, at 36 years old. Yeah. Well, this podcast is claiming, as I've heard rumors of conspiracy for years, that maybe she was killed. Uh-huh. So this podcast is out to prove, um, first of all, really dives deep into her her personal life. And, of course, we all know she was born Norma Jean. Yeah. Uh, I forget Can't her last win. name. Yeah. <laughs> Elton told us. Um, but, you know, she had a really tough upbringing. So her mother... Um, her, she never really knew for sure who her true father was. Yeah. There's a name on her birth certificate, but he never claimed her. Um, her mother was an alcoholic severely. Her mom dropped her off with her best friend at one point and the best friend just shuffled her around yeah. to different, um, uh, foster homes and eventually took her to an orphanage oh. and just disposed of her. And Marilyn talked about in the fifties, um, when she was already a celebrity, she talked about how much sexual abuse she encountered in those foster homes. Oh, yeah, And course. talks about being raped by one of her foster fathers at eight years old. And when she told the woman in the house, the woman slapped her and said, you don't talk about good men that way. <gasps> right. And that happened in the 30s yeah. when she was a little girl. And, you know, the podcast does talk about how extraordinary, even in the 50s, it was for someone to talk about their experiences with sexual um, abuse because that was not discussed then. You know, yeah. look how far we've come now. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the podcast is out to prove that Marilyn Monroe did not die by suicide, even though she did have a problem with drugs, and she yeah. was an alcoholic, and she was clinically depressed. A lot of psychologists, including one that slept with her, according to this podcast, Ooh. will tell you. But the woman had affairs with a lot of powerful men. Yeah. We know. I watched Smash. John F. Kennedy, <laughs> Robert Kennedy, brothers, by the way, and they knew about each other. Fucking ick. Some weird Eskimo brothership to the next level. She was married to Joe DiMaggio. Huh? She was married to, um, Jesus, the playwright. Amy, don't forget the playwright. Um, I'll be here on it. I'm going to kill myself for this one. I mean, if you want to know the story, you could just watch Arthur Smash. Miller. Arthur Miller. Oh, yeah. But anyway, like, 
it just talks about how she knew a lot of things. She would you had a lot of pillow talk. And Frank Sinatra had such a close tie to the mob. These are the things that they're already throwing out in the first two episodes that are available. And basically, they're going to prove, they say, that she was killed. Conspiracy theories are the best! Love it. I will try to give an update. Or maybe I'll get obsessed with this, make Erica listen to it. Oh, yeah. I like Maybe there's a podcast about it in her future. Yay! That would be so fun. Yes, 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 yes. Love to pre-commit to a show on the show. Yeah. Because then we have to do it. Pans out every single time. We'll find out. <laughs> you guys, oh my god, E, this was so much fun. This was a really good show. I really enjoyed. Thank you for providing the bubbly yes. tonight. Cheers. It was an excellent one. You guys. So I'm pouring one out for my favorite housewife ever who's leaving us. So thank you for coming along on my emotional journey while I'm processing yeah. things. And again, I ask that you respect my privacy during this time. I ask that you don't respect her privacy, and in fact, you visit us on all of our social media platforms to tell us what you thought about this episode, what you think about Bethany, LVP, or the true OG, Vicky herself. We are Podcast RWD at Twitter and Instagram, um, Podcast Rewind on Facebook. You can drop us a line, you guys, podcastrwd at gmail.com. Um, guys, we're going to be back next week. We have a show planned. Um, this was so much fun, super energized, and I cannot wait to spend my entire week remembering Bethany Frankel and her great moments on, oh, no. (laughs) Very good, but also remembering to be kind and rewind. Bye, guys. Oh.